This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, January 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. NAFTA talks continue, but for how long? Rice farmers look for gains in Korean talks. Dairy groups praise school nutrition rule. And Representative Davis goes major league for State of the Union. NAFTA talks continue, but for how long? The sixth round of talks to renegotiate the North American Free Trade Agreement ended in Montreal yesterday with little fanfare and no major agreements. But the talks will go on despite widespread fear they might be terminated because of a lack of progress. The top negotiators for the U.S., Canada, and Mexico agreed to extend the talks for at least two more rounds. The next round will be held in Mexico in late February or early March. The eighth will be in the U.S. While U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, Canadian Minister of Foreign Affairs Krista Freeland, and Mexican Economy Minister Eldefonso Guardo all admitted they are nowhere near a comprehensive deal, they also stressed that there was success in Montreal. Negotiators finished a chapter on anti-corruption, and they're close to finishing the chapter on improving sanitary and phytosanitary agreements for agricultural trade. Brian Keel, executive director for the Farmers for Free Trade, led a delegation of U.S. farmers and ranchers to Montreal for the talks. He said he was pleased that the NAFTA talks weren't terminated, but also stressed concern over prolonging the uncertainty. He said, quote, as we head into planting season, farmers need the confidence that exports to America's two most important agriculture export markets will remain viable. He said, while it's heartening to know that progress was made and that compromises were proposed in Montreal, it's also clear that these negotiations could last longer than anticipated. Rice farmers look for gains in Korea talks. The next round of talks between the U.S. and South Korea to modify the two countries' free trade agreement starts tomorrow in Seoul. The U.S. Rice Federation is hoping its members will be able to benefit from the talks. Rice was excluded from chorus at the end of the negotiations, which was a great disappointment, according to USA Rice COO Bob Cummings. He said the chorus modernization discussions may offer an opportunity to address some important market access issues for U.S. rice, and we are coordinating with the U.S. trade officials now about how best to do this. About two years ago, South Korea terminated a tariff rate quota that guaranteed the country would buy U.S. rice and instead initiated a broad TRQ for all World Trade Organization countries. USA Rice let U.S. negotiators know that the farm group wants that dedicated TRQ reinstated. Cummings said, we're looking to restore guaranteed access for table rice and obtain quality assurances for U.S. rice in Korea where there is substantial government intervention in the rice market. State ag officials set priorities for 2018. Passing a unified farm bill, successfully modernizing the North American Free Trade Agreement, and implementation of the Food Safety Modernization Act are the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture top priorities for 2018. The organization released a list of its priorities yesterday as the group convened in Washington for its annual Winter Policy Conference. Stephen Revizetsky said State Departments of Agriculture set the stage for good things to happen. The NASDA President and Connecticut Commissioner of Agriculture said in 2018 a unified farm bill and a modernized NAFTA are urgent needs for communities of every size across the U.S. 
The group also outlined its priorities for what it calls a robust, forward-looking, and fully funded farm bill. NASDA said the focus will be on new tools and resources for animal disease coordination, enhanced funding for invasive species programs, the Specialty Crop Block Grant Program, and the Market Access Program. The next Farm Bill should also provide investments in critical research, resources for farmers to comply with FSMA, and investments in flexible, locally driven conservation practices. During the conference, which runs through tomorrow, NASDA members will discuss and vote on a number of policy amendments and action items. They include a call to action for Congress to not only pass a farm bill, but also to approve rural broadband expansion, meaningful investments in infrastructure, and improvements to conservation programs for producers. Dairy groups praise USDA school nutrition rule, seek more milk mustaches. It's no shocker that the National Milk Producers Federation and the International Dairy Foods Association are all for the newly proposed USDA rule that would once again allow school kids to have low-fat flavored milk in school lunches and breakfasts. The two groups jointly filed written comments in the Federal Register yesterday to support the rule that USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue began talking about last summer in the cafeteria of a Virginia elementary school. Kerry Fry, an IDFA vice president, said, We appreciate USDA's commitment to reverse declining school milk consumption by providing students with access to a variety of milk options, including the flavored milks they enjoy. Representative Davis gets major league guests for State of the Union. Republican Congressman Rodney Davis of Illinois will be joined at the State of the Union by a heavy hitter, former Washington Nationals left fielder and organic farmer Jason Wirth. Wirth, a Chatham, Illinois native, operates his farm in McAlpin County, which is in Davis District. Davis met him last month, and they talked baseball and farming. After last year's shooting at the congressional baseball game, Worth took the time to visit one of the victims shot on the field that morning in the hospital, Davis said in an op-ed that ran in the State Journal Register. He said he's not only used his fame and talent to help us heal, he has become a voice for agriculture in rural America. This is an area I hope to hear a lot about on Tuesday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 30th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.